Hi everyone, I'm Joel Gould and welcome to the new edition of NRL.com's Pearls Preview Pod. Uh, we're coming to you uh, from the QRL studios in Brisbane. It's a beautiful sunny day here, it's uh, Origin Camp as well. Um, we're going to preview um, the four NRL games uh, coming up in round 16 and I'm here with, uh, as I always am, with Steve Renoff. How are you going Steve? Hey Joel, how are you mate? All good? Very well, yeah. very well. Ready it's, to get uh, back into it? Uh, yeah, well it's it, it's Origin uh, Camp in Queensland obviously and we'll come and, and talk about that yeah, uh, shortly. But um, and, and often what happens at Origin time is the NRL um, takes a back seat, but there's there's no back seat uh, at all because um, the competition is really hotting up. Steve, I've got to talk to you about your beloved um, Bron- Brisbane Broncos um, and where they're at and, and, and whether they can make the eight and how many points they need to make the eight. We were just talking yeah. about the fact that we looked at the the top eight and it looks like um, Parramatta is on track to, to finish with 28 points and even Penrith could come into calculations I, I think they're going to need 8 from 10 what do you, what do you think? Yeah I think so they, obviously you've got that mark of 28 um, that they need to get to what's that mean they 8 games oh, well they, eight, 8 wins isn't 8 it? wins they've got, they, they got to put together and at the moment Joel you'd, you'd really have to say they're going to struggle um, just just with their, their past form got injuries um Bit of jigging with the team, you know, a lot of new faces, and it's going to take a lot adjusting for that that group of players to, um, you know, try and pull together for the the run into the finals. There is a, a history of Brisbane uh, w- without their stars, and they don't have their Origin players against Cronulla on Sunday. Now we've talked a lot about the baby Broncos. It's it, it's. Uh, uh, a great tradition of, of Broncos teams, and there was a team there that Shane Walker captained yes. uh, a long time ago down at, was it the Tigers they went I was to? the Tigers, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they um, went down there and won a game they were never meant to win. Yeah, and look, you know, if, if you picked in first grade for any team, but, you know, for the Brisbane Broncos, obviously you can play rugby league, and <clears throat> that's what these boys need to get in their head, you know, they're, they're really a team of nobodies when you're on paper, um, but obviously they can play rugby league, and I think they just got to put all the other stuff aside and go out there and do, um, you know, play the Bronco style of footy. Uh, you know, obviously for their coach. You were uh, <clears throat> at an old boys function on Saturday night, I believe, Steve. Where you had to, uh, was at the Leagues Club. Was at the it? Leagues Club, yeah, we watched the game. Uh, Chris Who was Johns that? and I, yourself and Chris. Yeah, Chris Johns. So we we were there. Um, obviously, you know, we, we're trying to ramp up the the Leagues Club, um, and so we. Ex- uh, old, old boys go and watch the games, the away games, um, mm. um, with the crowd there. So that was good. And um, but you know it was tough. You know we got interviewed prior to the game, and um, you know we talked the boys up. And then at half time, that was really hard. I mean, I, I can't get my head around where they're at at the moment. So to when I get asked the question about oh, you know what's going on with the Broncos, I don't really know to be honest. Mm. <laughs> that's that's how hard I find it. I, I just can't answer that question. Mm. Well, what's The way they're playing the game, how, how, how would you like to see them play? Because oh. we saw in the first half against the Newcastle Knights, they had a lot of ball, and, and even in the second half, they had a hell of a lot of ball inside the Knights' 20 metre line, and they couldn't do anything with it. Well, it's about being creative, and I, I, I seem to think they're, that, they're too structured. They're, they're structured, but they've got to stick to that. And you know, you can understand that to a certain point, but you got to come back to, hey, mate, boys, let's play what's in front of us. Um, and I don't think they're doing that, you know what I mean? I, I think they're really st- structured um, out of the game, to be honest, because um, there's just no creativity. 
Well, there was a, a change that um, the coach, Anthony Seabold, did make against the Knights, and it was to put Milford back to fullback. And unfortunately for the Broncos, he has injured his um, knee. I'm not quite sure at this stage how long he's out for, but it's weeks, and, and it could be, it could be the, for, for the rest of the season. Uh, well, Worst-case scenario, I guess. But uh, I, I liked him at fullback. Uh, mm. I'm not quite sure about Darius at 5'8". I, I understand why that was done. It, they, they were trying something new. But Darius doesn't have a kicking game, and that, that concerns me. But Milford at fullback, it, did, it, can that work into the future? Well, well, it can work. I mean, that's that seems to be what everyone talks about as his favoured position. Look, he, he probably played his best footy there when he was with the Raiders, mm. uh, to be honest. And how long ago is that now? Um, that, that well, fourteen would have been his last year at the Raiders. Was it? Would it? Was it? I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah so you know, it's 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 been a while for him. I, I think poor old Milf. I don't know what's going on with him, but uh, you can say he's been playing our position for all these years since he he came to the Broncos. But you know, it doesn't matter where you're playing. Um, you're getting paid good money. You you put in no matter where you're playing. To be honest, and he's been a little bit up and down. I I, I believe. Um, mm. I don't think he's been as good as everyone said he's been over the years, you know, um, to be brutally honest. But, um, yeah, maybe this will suit him. Um, we're not going to probably, by the sounds of it, there's a fair chance we're not going to see him for the rest of the season. So, But for next year? For next could, year, could yeah. A... Yeah, I think so. You know, the Broncos seem to have a lot of good young halves around. Um, so hopefully they can fill those positions. They're young, but um, they got to come through sometime. Mm. Well, looking at the halves uh, for this week, we'll, we'll do that when we come to the Cronulla uh, Broncos game, which is the last game of, of the round. There's four games, obviously, one every day. But um, I, I, I do think there are some good halves in the system, but we've seen Tanner Boyd leave and go to the Titans. We've got Corey Pakes and Troy Dargan are still around yeah. uh, at, the, at this stage. Uh, Corey Pakes just re-signed. I really like him. He's modelled his game on Cronk. Even speaks like him <laughs> as well. I, I feel like he's going to be a player of some note yeah. um, as well. But um, it, it, is a, it is an issue for Brisbane, I think. It, at the start of the season, we said they had so many halves, and yet at the moment, <laughs> we've got Jake, Jake Turpin coming in to, to yeah. play in the halves, where he has played, but I, I believe his best position is probably hooker. Oh, without a doubt. And that's what I mean. Even with um, this young group of players, we're... You know, players are playing out of position. It, it look, I, I, you know, you don't want to be too hard on the Broncos. They are in a bit of a dilemma, but um, it's very hard to see them come out of where they are at the moment. They're, they're, they're in a fair hole, <laughs> to put it politely. Well, I know you don't. Tr- <clears throat> look, I, I think there was a. I'm pretty sure the old boys got together, didn't they? And, and isn't there a, a sort of a feeling that you're not going to start being. Um, you know, armchair critics constantly. No, and that's the thing. Is, that, is that the way? How, how do you, how, no, how do we're, you, not, we're not going. How do you find that? We, we don't want. We don't want to be like that. But um, you know, and as individuals, though, we, we'll get asked our opinion, um, what we feel as a person, and um, you know what, we we all have varied views on it. But um, we're not going to come down on the club because it's not about that. So, our old boys is not about. Um, you know, we 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 don't want to be picking the team or be involved in that side of the footy. Ours is about um, us celebrating our our history in, with the club and we mm. all had a good time there. So, so really, we don't sit on the board, we don't make those decisions and we don't want to. Um, but, um, you know, we all got our own individual opinions. Yeah, exactly. Well, it reminds me a lot, the situation the Broncos old boys are in, of the situation the Parramatta... 
uh, well, we, the old well, boys were in because they, they had that great streak and we haven't well, seen Well, can it I since. say something, Joel, there? You, you mentioned that. Um, I was with Chris Johns yesterday and we don't want to be there because I didn't like what was happening at Parramatta with the old boys and how ex- they were very outspoken um, and they were direct. And we actually mentioned that to each other that we don't want to be in that position mm. because they were trying to call the shots as old boys. Yeah. And, you know, they had a powerful one. Sterlo on Channel 9, you know, very outspoken. I, I remember Brett Kenny even getting involved, and it's just like we don't we don't want to do that um, at all. Um, mm. We're just worried about us celebrating. And, and just we, we want our old boys to frequent the old boys more often, really. We just want to build that side of things. Yeah, okay. Well, you've had a lot to celebrate, I guess, from, mm. from that period of time. All those anniversaries come up, and, and yeah. we, we see you get together. I believe you you celebrated the the was it the Panasonic Cup victory? Yeah, is that the, right? The nineteen eighty nine, nine So that was the thirtieth anniversary of that recently. Mm. Yeah, we did, and that was a really good day. It was probably one of our better better um, lunches we had. Um, mm. It was great. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll come. We'll look at the Broncos team, <clears throat> whether they can beat the Sharks, uh, which it's going to be a, a challenge on Sunday. That's for sure. But I'm 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 leaning towards a twenty eight point. Uh, yeah, cut definitely. off for the top eight. That's what I'm looking at. Just just looking at the way that the, the recent wins for West Tigers, uh, for Parramatta, they have the bye uh, this weekend. So it, 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 unfortunately for Brisbane and the chasing yeah. teams, those teams between 6th and 10th have started winning. Yeah. So that and they're moving up the ladder, and I, I don't see Canberra, Manly, these teams falling over at all. I, I, no. I don't. So... I think Brisbane really has to win 8 out of 10 if they're going to have a chance. Another team that needs to, to start winning games, and they, they're they probably in the similar boat, uh, and they've got it all to do this Thursday night, is the St. George Illawarra Dragons. They're hosting the Melbourne Storm. Paul McGregor. I mean, everything that could have gone wrong for Paul McGregor has gone wrong this year, right yeah. from the start. Lo- losing uh, DeBellin. Widdop's injury. Yeah. I mean, it's just a laundry list. I mean, uh, I, I think he could he could be sitting there counting all the things that have gone wrong for him this year because it's just one after the other. And they've got a totally new look side playing against the Melbourne Storm here. There's so many changes. Oh, you got you got a feel from because um, you know the Storm are still red hot. You know, we, we still say that. You know, I think a lot of people are waiting for the Storm somewhere along this this year to fall over. But as I say, as as long as they've got Cairn Smith there and, and Craig Bellamy, um, they're always going to be a force. Mm. Well, the, let's look at the Dragons here. They've got, uh, obviously, uh, Ben Hunt and Corey Norman are out. So they've got yeah. Jyfield and Darren Nichols into the halves. But Laurie Lattimore and Corbin Sims all in the starting pack um, from the bench. Uh, so, And then, then we look at these other players, Josh Kerr, Mitch Allgood and... Um, Debutant Pat Kafusi on the interchange, so at least Tim Lafay's back. But they've, they've got Hunt, Norman, Maranta. Sorry, Hunt, Norman, Vaughan, Sim, yeah. uh, Sims has been suspended. Uh, obviously, he, he yep. failed in his quest to to um, have that uh, charge overturned, so he he won't be available for for New South Wales or the Dragons and Frizzell all out. The Storm have got Munster, Welsh, Vanukin, Kafusi, Addo Carr, and Chambers all playing Origin. So it's well, at Wynn Stadium, it, and Billy, uh, Billy Walters makes his. Um, oh yeah. He's in. He's in for the Melbourne Storm, which is a really good thing for him. Uh, I'm sure his um, father will will be 
the yeah, wider definitely. thing. But that, that young that Billy, he's, uh, he's, he's a good little player, Billy. And um, yeah, Did you good, like good him? Luck can, to him. You can talk yeah. to us a little bit about so him. So Billy, oh, he played against my Billy, believe it or not, um, in the juniors. Um, so they, they play a lot of footy against each other. Um, so Billy ran off yeah, against yeah, Billy Walters. Billy Walters, yeah. So, but... Uh, Mate, Billy Walters, he's a good little half, and he always has been, you know, um, playing. I think he's playing six, but, mm. um, you he know, is. he's a good player. Um, I've seen a bit of him um, over the years and seen him develop, and um, he, he's got a bit of size about him too. He's he, he's not your typical Walters. He's got a bit of bit of height in him, and um, he's not he's not the little earwalks like the rest of them. But, um, but he, he does. He's a talent, and it's good to see him getting a run for the storm. Yeah, well, that's going to be interesting. He's in there with Brodie Croft. He's got Smith there to help yeah. him. Smith delivering the passes. Um, we always say that if Cameron Smith's playing for Melbourne, they're, they're, they're a very good chance of winning. <laughs> yes. Now, interestingly, too, the, the Melbourne Storm, uh, very shrewd by this, I thought, midway through the season, Solomon Carter in the centres for the Storm. Yeah. He's a good player. Like he, he probably hasn't kicked on as, as the Warriors would have hoped uh, playing mm. over there, but now he's at the Storm, and I, I reckon he's a really good buy for them, especially well, in a time like this. Well, exactly right, and, um, you know, they bought him for a reason, and, um, you know, Bellamy, you know, he, he would have obviously saw him and, and chased him, and so he sees something, and he'll probably bring the best out of him. Mm. Well, another interesting name on the um, reserves uh, list for the Dragons is uh, Wendell's son, Tristan uh, Saylor. I, I interviewed him uh, in a Maroons camp uh, a couple of years ago. Really lovely young fellow, yeah. and, and that's good to see another uh, Broncos old boy's yeah. son uh, on the cusp. Yeah, you know much about him? Yeah, look, you know, followed Tristan a bit. He's, um, he's played for New South Wales Um in the 16s, I think, and probably the, even the 18s. So he's he played for Queensland too, though, hasn't he? Yeah, definitely, yeah, 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 definitely been in Queensland. Oh yeah, that's camp. right. He's a fa- uses a father son uh, mm. thing, I think. But yeah. um, he has played for New South Wales. But you know, he he's got a bit of pace too. So he's very much like his dad. He'd hate me saying that, but um, you know, he's his own player. But he, you know, he, he's got he's got the genes there. Okay, who are you tipping here? Oh, I've got to go for the Storm. I've got to be solid there. But when you look at those teams and the players that are out, the Storm have a lot of players out. So Well, so do the Dragons. So do the Dragons. But I think, while well, Smith's here, um, you know, the Storm for me. Hmm. Well, it's a game that the Dragons... I'm tipping the Storm, unfortunately. I'd, I'd like to tip the Dragons because they're my team. I can't see them winning this game, unfortunately. Um, they need to win it, though. Hmm. They're on 14 points. Oh, they're in the same boat as Brisbane. They they need well, they're two points ahead of them, I guess. Yeah. But they need they need to win games. Like it's just they, that big bank up around that. Isn't mm. it? It's it's just a funny old season, to be honest. It is, and the the, the Penrith Panthers are going to get two more points for the boy. They're going to go to sixteen. So really, they, yeah. they're in in the race now yeah. for the top eight, which seems incredible. When six weeks ago, <laughs> we they, weren't they talking looked, about them. They looked doomed. Uh, okay, so we're both tipping Melbourne Storm to win there. There's a huge game at West at Bank West Stadium. The West Tigers um, hosting the Roosters. I've, I've loved the grit of the Tigers. They're winning ugly. <clears throat> they wouldn't have done that in the past. No. Uh, Michael Maguire's a, a coach that can get his teams to do that. And they're, they're looking pretty good, I, I think, at the moment. Uh, oh, I've, they... been, I've been impressed with them of late. They've, they've had a couple of really good wins. Um, Paul Momorowski's replacing Amosa Sumbai at centre and uh, Josh Alloway. LOI returns at prop from illness. Uh, the Roosters, um, big news for them is Luke Keary returning from concussion at 5'8". 
Jaramaria Hargraves, he's had a tough season with injury, but he's back at prop um, alongside Zane Tedavano um, with Isaac Liu moving to lock. And uh, also, <coughs> um, Jake Friend's not, not far away for the Roosters either, although he's not named in this side. Uh, he is uh, not playing, I believe, in this game, as far as we can tell. Uh, Zane, uh, Victor Radley's, uh, rather, is playing hooker. So this is a game the West Tigers will be owing off, I'd imagine, although the, the Roosters still look very yeah. strong with Keary and Cronk and, and Mitchell in that back line. Yeah, definitely, and, and that, that's the thing. They're, they're a very professional unit. But look, as you mentioned, Joel, we very impressed. I've been very impressed with what Madge is doing with the Tigers. As you say, they've got that grit about them. They didn't have that at, you know, a couple of years ago, but they're, they're winning games... Um, you know, tough games, and I like their style of footy. Um, they, as you say, they'd be on this one off. Um, this is their if they got any opportunity at all. This is the game where they they will think they can roll the Roosters. But uh, as you say, the Roosters still got a good lineup. Um, you know, with with obviously Keary and um, Hargreaves back, um, I'm still going to lean towards the Roosters to take this one, but uh, they won't get it you know easily. Well, Michael Cheekham, we, we can't not talk about him. And another match-winning try at the death last week. Yeah. He did that against the Broncos. He, he's an amazing character. And it was a very similar play in some regards. In, in, in They weren't going for a field goal, obviously, but it was a similar play in the way that they changed, threw it back. It was staggered. The yep. defence was staggered. And Cheekham seems to have this ability to, to size up what's needed and, and just cut through and, and well, sidestep. Well, that. that's the thing. I mean, that's about being aware and playing what's in front of you. And that's 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 what we talked about the Broncos quite, mm. aren't quite doing at the moment. But great opportunity. That just shows what sort of footballer he is. Um, because, and that's that's done on purpose because everyone thinks you're either going for the field goal. So the defence mm. is staggered. It's just about picking your mark mm. in there. And there's always going to be gaps. Um, but in, that, in the heat of the moment, it's up to that individual to make that call. He does it really well. Yeah, well, it wasn't a field goal in this case. But, no, but um, it, was it was still, against the Broncos, but it was that yeah, staggered yeah, line. Yeah. And Cheekham has this ability just to look at it, uh, size it up and go whack. Yeah, uh, to, to good do player. It, to, to do it twice yeah. on the bell in a, in, in footy, that's, that's well, that, pretty that, outstanding in, within 15 rounds of footy. Well, that's right, because he's, what he's doing, he, he's obviously growing up watching what's in front of him, and he's mm. playing what's in front of him. And you get those opportunities. They don't always come up, but good players take them. I do think this is a game the Roosters will want to win because oh. the, the Storm now is six points. We, we saw last week that, that Cameron Smith um, goal, the difference between them and yeah. uh, the Roosters. A very, yeah, in Adelaide, a very similar scenario to last year. I think it was when he kicked a field goal to, to win the game. So the, the Storm are kicked clear, six clear of the Roosters. And I, I think this is the moment from here on that they'll want to start building won't they, towards the finals? Yeah, they will do. Even though they don't have their full squad here no, this they, time. No, they will do. And um, obviously Robertson will be looking at that. Their run into the finals, he'll be so happy Origin um, is, about to end. is about to end. And, you know, hopefully he can get his players through that unscathed. And uh, you can just see the Roosters, they're, they're building through to the rest to the end of the season. Um, if they got all their players there, you know, watch out. Watch mm. out the storm, really. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, I'm going to tip the West Tigers here. I, I think they can win this game. Yep. Okay, uh, on Saturday, <clears throat> one game on Saturday, of course, uh, the Knights are hosting the Warriors, who should have won last week. It, it, well, when I say they should have won, they had the game won and then they lost it at the, at the death and mm. then they went into Golden Point and, and Maloney crueled them. It's happened a lot to them. Yes. Uh, the Knights obviously had that win over the Broncos. 
Strange old win, that one. Um, they've, they've got a few players out. Obviously, Pong is out with injury, as he was last week. Uh, Saifidi, Lee and, and Glasby all out as well. Lee with injury and the other two to um, to Origin. Uh, Bank West, sorry, at, at McDonald Jones Stadium, Knights seem to grow an extra leg there. Yeah, you know, it, it, look, they've, they've got a few players missing, the Knights. I, I still think they're a good unit. I think they're... Uh, Brownies, they're well coached. Um, mind you, I mean the Warriors probably uh, close to a full side, aren't they? They they wouldn't have too many missing. Well, they don't. I mean Isaac Luke, <coughs> sorry Isaac Luke and Lachlan Burr returning on the bench yeah. with Pulu and Roach, uh, who's un- unfortunately done his knee dropping out. So yeah, the Warriors are pretty similar to what so, they were last week. And of course, the Knights won't have David Clemmer now, who's yeah. been. Called in to the Blues side, yeah. Well, <coughs> to I, play Sims. Look, I'm going to go for the Warriors here in a, in a shock, I'm in, but I, it shouldn't be a shock. I, I think if they get their team, I think the Knights, um, you know, players missing um, that are out, um, you know, it could be the difference for for. Mm. Oh, look, I, I agree. I, I think the Warriors here. This is a game. Yeah. Once again, they're in a situation where they they have to win. Yeah, they have to win this game. Um, I, I still like their um, back line. I think it's a really good back line that they do have and with Nickarim and Green. And their forward pack should do the business, shouldn't it? So when oh, you look you'd at think it, so. With Armour, Blair, those sort of guys in the side, um, don't really think there's any reason why they can't take it to Newcastle. Yeah, I, I, think, I think the back line might get them over the line. Yeah, exactly. And they, 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 as you say, you, we've talked about the you know those back three or whatever all year. Um, and so they do. They have some strike there. Um, they, when they put their footy together, they're, they're great. Um, they really need to do it this weekend. Mm. It's a big, big game for the Knights. They, they won't want to lose that game because no. they'll be eyeing, they'll be eyeing a top four spot. Yeah. I think all the teams in that in that eighteen point area will be looking at trying to pinch a, a spot off uh, off Canberra. Yeah. Uh, in the top eight. In the top, top four, four, top four. I, I, I do think the top three will continue and, and stay there uh, over time. So there's a few teams buying for that. Well, that there is, and position. because the Souths and the Roosters have had a bit of a slide yeah. uh, during this Origin period, it, it has opened up a few opportunities. Like they're, they're not guaranteed a top four spot no. based on their points. No. We, we seem to think they're going to kick again. Uh, the, I'm a little the, bit worried about the rabbits. I, I, well, they've lost George Burgess. Yeah. We better talk about that. George obviously went to the judiciary um, last night. He's out for the rest of the um, the round games. Yeah. Uh, he's got nine nine weeks. He got yeah. for for his and rightly so. Gouge. Yeah. I mean, that was a thing that used to go on in the eighties and seventies. I was, I was I was talking to someone about that, and apparently it wasn't a gouge because his fingers didn't bend. <laughs> so it was an actual gouge. <laughs> that was Chris Johns. <laughs> he said that to you. I was like, "You're joking." <laughs> he had fingers in his eyes. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah but well, George was very repentant and sorry about what what had yeah. happened. That's for sure. He, he said it wasn't his go. Um, that he didn't know what was going, what was happening. A bit of a brain. Yeah, snap. look, he had a brain snap, and you know, I just. But you know when you, you know where your hands are, and you, when you tackle them, it's you know you're not that far. Removed from reality out there. You think that's a nine weeks out is fair? Fair. Well, it's he's he's done it before. He's got he's got previous, and I know that might have, that might have been in in, the, in a test match. I think I was. Yeah, but it does it shouldn't matter? I mean, he's got previous, so he knows. You know, you're smart enough to know you stay away from there. It's mm. like staying away from the head, and mm. you know the crush attack, all those sort of things. It's don't do it, boys. 
mm. you know. Did that uh, ever happen to you, Steve, in the 90s? And well, getting gouged? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that all happened to us back then. <laughs> we didn't complain, though, Joel. Oh, didn't you? No. <laughs> we just took it. We gave it back. <laughs> well, you know, with Lazarus and the team, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> I read an interesting yarn uh, that was talking about um, in the days when uh, Craig Coleman and um, Les oh, Davidson were playing. Oh. And, uh, you know, the Davidson was there to exact vengeance if anything um, w- went astray like that. Uh, oh, like you, you know, I think I think Tugger would have known that he um, he was pretty safe with Les around. Oh, I tell you what, I, I saw Les lay two of the best, um, and this is towards the end of his career, obviously. Um, I think he's playing for Cronulla. Cronulla were playing St George, mm-hmm. and he gave it to old Snoopy Collins and Stevenson, and he just went bang bang, and they both buckled. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> you can't do that these days, but he's. One decided to, he's he's dropped one of them with one punch. He's just the, the knees are buckled. Then old mate stepped up to stick up for him. He's just gone crack. And they both gone down. It's like <laughs> classic. It was. You wouldn't miss with mess with Les, would you? No, nah, you just uh, don't. He's certainly a scary character. There's no doubt about it. Oh, that. but you meet him. He's such a lovely bloke. He is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've done a couple of interviews with him. He's always good value. Yeah. Um, yeah always good to have a chat to Les or, or Spud Carroll's another one that's always quite interesting. <laughs> Spud. <laughs> you know what's coming out of that mouth. <laughs> well, um, uh, Paul Harrigan's got some great stories about his battles with um, Spud Carroll, which we did cover in NRL.com. Actually, it was funnily enough a story about Keegan Hip- Hipgrave. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, Hipgrave um, looked up to um, Harrigan as a family friend. Oh, yeah. The Titans keep player, Keegan Hipgrave. So that they used to go camping together Uh the, the Harrigan family and the in the Hipgrave right, family right. and and Keegan said that the chief what what a great guy off the field he's just yeah. an absolute champion but on the field he said I just love the way he played and he he'd, he'd seen those videos of, of, those Car- of Carol and and Chief coming together yeah. and there's a there's a classic one off a kickoff where, yeah, the, where chief's. the chief's gone straight for him. And um, the he's, chief, a, he's come off second best in that one, the chief. Unfortunately. He did, he did, he did come off second best. Oh. But he said that, um, look, um, because you can see Spud saying things to him, and apparently he was saying, um, You are my prey, you are my prey. Oh, <laughs> Which sound, it makes great copy in a story. Oh, oh, it does. I caught up with the chief in Perth, so I did a tour with him. So he's a lovely man. I toured also with him, um, yeah. with the Australian team, but you wouldn't meet a nicer bloke, and he still looks good. Yeah, he's in good shape, yeah, isn't he, is. the chief? Yeah. Well, we're off on a few tangents there, Steve. I Sorry, suppose. Mate. No, but it's good because we had to cover the. We had to speak about the Burgess matter. Yeah. Uh, the order we're doing it in it might seem a bit uh, haphazard, but we had to come to it because we're talking about Souths and, yeah. and whether they can hang on to their um, top four position, and uh, they, they're going to struggle without George Burgess. Yeah. But they do have a signing that they've just made from the Broncos, uh, yeah. Jaden Sewer. Jayden he's he's Sewer. not the same sort of player, obviously. He's not a middle forward as such, uh, like George. Uh, more of an edge forward, I would have said. But he's going to certainly be good for the uh, Well, uh, a rabbits. comment was made to me um, from an old boy, not Chris Johns, another old boy that uh, you know, the Broncos just lost. Out of all those young forwards, they just lost their best. So, so they rate him, this Sewer, and obviously Wayne rates him. Mm. Um, but they seem to think he's the pick of the bunch. Really? Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Look, he had a great season last year. He was on the cusp of origin selection. He came into camp. Yep. I believe he got injured in uh, around that time. 
Well, I know, I know Kevin Walls was looking at him as, yeah. a, as a genuine option. He was brought in with Joe Offerhand Garway, and we thought this year he might really kick on. But he did have a, an ankle injury, and I, I noticed in the preseason he wasn't. He didn't seem in the, in the same shape that he was in, yeah. and maybe he was struggling to come back from that. But look, I rate him as well. I think he's um, um, a player uh, like a bit like a Ben Teo. And interestingly enough, uh, Sua did have coffee with Ben Teo, mm. uh, as did um, David Fafita earlier this season when Ben was out here on a, a sabbatical from his um, rugby union yeah. commitments. So, and, and, and Jaden, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Jaden, yeah, it was. Uh, mm. Jaden, I, I did the interview with Jaden, and he said it was really inspiring to listen to Ben. He's a good bloke, Ben. Jeez, he was a good player. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. a good lad. I know. think without Tia, they don't win that grand final. Uh, I know Burgess had a cracker, but I, I always think of what Tia did in the game before when he came off the bench and changed the game yeah. with some of his hits. Yeah. And I, I do think Sue has got that in him, actually. Yeah. Yeah, without a do, doubt. Do you, uh, yeah, I think so, and that, that's what people are saying, you know. And um, he's a kid they've had around for a while, and you know, really, I mean, we have a luxury of, of young forwards here at the Brisbane, but it's a shame to lose him. Well, talking about the Broncos, they're, they're obviously playing the Sharks at Shark Park um, on on Sunday at, at Points Bet Stadium, as it's, as it's called. Now, we, we look at the forwards for the Broncos. I, I like their pack. Mm. Lodge, McCulloch, Haas, Glenn, Pangai Jr., Flegler. Very good pack. The back line. Let's have a, a little bit of a chat about it before we look to the Sharks and uh, we'll talk about them at, at some at length as well. There's two new debutants, Steve. Uh, Herbie Farmworth. Uh, this is uh, de- NRL debutants. Herbie Farmworth and Xavier Coates on the wings to replace uh, Richie Kenner, who's um, done his shoulder, and also Corey Oates, who's on... Um, Origin Duties. Origin Duties. Coates has just had a he's a lanky speed machine um, starred in the under 18s yep. uh, Queensland uh, win over New South Wales had his PNG test debut uh, really his trainee teacher a, a great cut of a lad as well Herbie Farnworth um, was a soccer prodigy as a Is youth right? he was in the Manchester United and other Premier League systems and he's out he's here. A, and he's a good lad. Yeah, well, uh, you know his um, uncle Brian Foley. Yeah, Brian. Uh, Brian is uh, a Wigan manager when I was there at Wigan. Mm. Um, he's done. A, he's been such a great support for Herbie. You know, they just he, he's been out here forever and a day uh, since he was a kid. He's sort of had him in and around the Broncos and Burley. I think he played. Yeah, Burley, and he's a good size of a lad too. Um, you know, he's not small. Um, mm. So yeah, so he, he'll he's sticking to the. To the tradition there of a, a big winger, the Broncos, you know, known to have big wingers, big mobile wingers, and he's another one. Yeah, well, he scored twelve tries in eleven games for North. He's, he's playing for North Devils, one of the Broncos' um, affiliate clubs, and he's a goal-kicking winger as well. He scored quite a lot of points in the Intra Super Cup. I think he's third on the list for the season. Yeah. Look, I, I've seen, actually seen him doing extras um, at uh, the Red Hill Second Red Hill Ground. I'm impressed with him. Yeah. I think he's a player that's going to go places, and, and, and Coates as well. They are wingers, but I think that's going to give some, the Broncos some real speed. And, and you, you can be sure they're going to be really um, keen to do well, these two young yeah. fellows. Uh, um, those that don't know much about them, uh, Farmworth's 19 and uh, Coates is 18. I think that's really good um, selection by uh, Anthony Sebold to give these two young blokes a go. Yeah, definitely. Um, he needs to give someone a go there, but he's these two blokes. Uh, I think can can do some good things for Brisbane in the future. 
Um, Jake Turpin's in at 5'8", as we mentioned before. Dar- Darius goes back to fullback. Yes. Uh, is that where he should be, do you think, anyway? I, I don't know about 5'8". Look, yeah. I understand why that was done, but Darius doesn't have a kicking yeah. game. No, he do- didn't have a doesn't have a kicking game. He's got a good pass on him. That's, he does. That's arguable too. But but he, I think he's better coming into that back line using that pass. And we've mm. seen him do it time and time again uh, to the wingers. So if he can, he gets the opportunity to to feed these two wingers, the new wingers. Um, you know they they could be running in a few tries um, if if they get it right. If the forwards do their job. Yes. Yeah. And as you said, we we still got our forward pack. Um, mm. You know and. And we do have a great forward pack, and that's the thing. If we can just get a roll on, um, you know, we, we could get over the line. But it's going to be tough, you know. Going down there to Cronulla, um, and we all know what Cronulla's like, and they'll be eyeing this one off. They didn't, they'd didn't; have to be disappointed with their performance last week. Against Canterbury. Oh, oh. it's terrible. But, <laughs> so, you know, you, you'd, you'd have to say that they're not going to come out with a performance. like They would they'd, they would have got the right act during the week because um, they should never ever lost that game. So it's going to be tough for the Broncos, I think. It is. Look, uh, the, you're right about John Morris. He's a very calm man, and he still was calm, in, I thought, in the press conference after the Sharks lost to, to, to Canterbury. But he was scathing of his team's performance. He actually th- said it was the worst he'd seen from a well, Canola team. Well, well as, a, as a spectator just watching on TV, I, I couldn't... Isn't it funny what your expectations with teams these days? And Cronulla, I was like, what's going on? But even to me as a as a spectator, we're going, what's going on? They just weren't there. They were like the Origin team in the second game, like the Queensland Origin team. <laughs> they just weren't there. Well, <clears throat> interestingly, both these sides have had... The Broncos away from home have been terrible starters. And once again, yeah. against Newcastle, they didn't start well. The Sharks have had the same problem of yeah. late. So some one of these teams is going to come out yeah. and, and surely because they're playing each other is going to start well. I, I like the look of the um, Sharks pack with Woods there now, Adam Aaron Woods. So he's in. He, he had a good comeback game too. Fafita's um, obviously not um, not there still with with suspension. So uh, that's that's a good replacement as far as the starting yeah. side goes. Obviously, Wade Graham's not there, but they've got Gallon, Capewell, Nakora, Pryor. Yeah. Very good pack. I, I think John Morris is going to want a lot more out of his spine in this game. Yeah. Especially Moylan, Johnson and Townsend. They, they didn't... They, they looked lost at last yeah. week. And I, I think we'll see a different Sharks at Shark Park. Yeah, I thought Moylan was off the ball um, last week. Um, you know, a couple of little mistakes in him, and they just, just weren't clicking. But we know how good they are, mm. and they're, they're home. Uh, the Brisbane are going to do it tough, I think. They are. Look, I can't. Look, I'd, I'd like to be able to tip Brisbane to win this game, in some, but I, if they do, it'll be one of their great wins. Yes. It'll be a, it is a baby Broncos side when you look at the ages of these blokes. Um, mm. you know, you've got 18 and 19 year olds in the team, there, there's a lot of young players in this side. And inexperienced players, uh, but I've, you just fancy just looking at the the, the Sharks strike as well. Bronson Sherry and Josh Morris and Josh Dugan. Surely the Sharks are going to unleash them yeah. at Shark Park if their forwards do the do the job. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, mm. um, very hard to beat. Um, I, yeah, just with the you know obviously a lot of newcomers in in that back line. I, I think um, you know the Sharks are going to be too you know. Just they're going to have a win, I think, especially after their loss. Yeah, so I'm, I'm tipping the Sharks as well uh, in that game. Of course, the Broncos are without Joe Offahengawe, Matt Gillett and David Fafita. Mm. Still feeling a uh, strong pack. 
Uh, Reese Kennedy, their mid-season buy from um, South Sydney, makes his uh, club debut for the Broncos on the bench. Uh, he, he played extremely well for Redcliffe uh, on the weekend okay. and when they yep. beat Sunshine Coast. Uh, I think you know he only played 40 minutes, but he he, he did enough to impress um, coach Anthony Seabold and and deserves that opportunity at least. Yeah, good off, on off him. You know, he's done well. Yeah, you know, coming up from South Sydney. Um, yeah, he, that's the thing. I, I think these are the, as players. Um, if you're sitting in the Q Cup, uh, these you get these opportunities. You got to take them. So that's another thing. As you say, we talk about that baby Bronco tag, but. Uh, these guys who are coming in, this is their opportunity to shine. So, you know, you just never know. Mm. Well, I mean, history <coughs> is there and, and it builds belief sometimes, yeah. doesn't it? And, and the legends that grow around yeah. uh, achievements like what the Broncos, the baby Broncos used to achieve. I mean, it's not, a, you know, some people might say it's just a cliche, the baby Broncos, but it's actually not. Some some classic wins yes. when they weren't expected to win and, and around this is origin time around yeah. origin time this is another one of them yeah. so these guys have got a lot to play for and they shouldn't feel as though they can't win this game because uh, their um, predecessors at the club certainly have gone and done yeah. it with a whole lot of no names blokes that no one had ever heard of some yeah. of them and uh, some guys only played three or four games for Brisbane ever and, and uh, I mean, I've yeah, done, that's right. Yeah. I've done stories on them this, uh, in the past, um, and I've even forgotten their names. Some of the blokes. <laughs> <laughs> Shane Walker tells some great stories about that uh, that that um, win down there, uh, that, that yeah. classic win when he was the captain. It was, it was a great win. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Steve, look, we just mentioned the Broncos without some Origin players. Uh, we, we've been a, we're recording this on Wednesday morning. Yes. So. It's, we don't know at this point who the Maroons' fullback is. Um, Cameron Munster certainly trained there on on Tuesday. There's no doubt about that. He spent most of the time there. It looks more likely to be him. Uh, <coughs> there's Christian Welsh has come into the side, and 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 um, and Joe Offahengawe is back in the side. To be honest, I, I think if Munster plays there, that's fantastic. If mm. if if Norman or plays there, I think that. That could work. I think Norman would work in the five-eight role. The, the key to me is the forwards. Yeah, definitely. like I, I think Queensland lost the series last year in the first half hour of game one. Yeah, they 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 didn't really aim up as well. They would have liked even in game one this year. They, they came back, but Clemmer was the dominant forward in the first thirty minutes. I think this off Hangarway and Welsh. I'm not sure who's starting yet. In the, out of those two, I, I imagine it'll be off Hangarway, but the middles. They're the key in this game, aren't they? Yeah, they are, mate. And it, we just go back to the second game. You know, we want to want to forget about that. One thing I can guarantee you, um, this Queensland team, there won't be a repeat performance of what happened in that second game. So where we win our game is in that middle. And it's been talked about. Um, when we're up in their face, you, you frustrate them. I mean, they probably turned it back on us in that second game. But um, the period of that... that um, second half in the first match that Queensland, if you remember, they got in New South Wales' face um, after half time. Yes, um, <clears throat> and that's what they need to do. But they need to do that from the kickoff. They really need to get on top of you, especially in their down there in their their home ground. Um, get in their face and just frustrate them out of the game. And they did it really well. So they don't they they have got to have the belief they can do that. But they need to do that right from the start, mm. from the kickoff. Exactly. And I think if they do that. It doesn't really matter where the the other guys play. Yeah. Um. And I like Munster at fullback. I think that's very dangerous. I can play anywhere and be yeah, dangerous. It is. It is. And Norman, I I like him as an insertion. No matter where he plays on the field, 
And you know, this could change after five minutes if someone gets injured. I, I like the fact that he's confident. Yeah. He's played a lot with Ben Hunt, and we're going to see Hunt, I think, play an eighty-minute game here. Yeah. That that's a good combination. Wherever it, wherever it might materialise, the Hunt Norman. Yeah, um, you know, um, yeah, it, it, we'll have to see with Corey Norman. Um, I, I'm, uh, whether he is an Origin player, I, I hope he does come out and mm. um, yeah, he's been selected. Obviously, Kevy's put faith in him. Um, so it, it'll be interesting. He's, you know, it is a step up, um, but he does carry a lot of confidence, and he just needs to take that out in the, on the field thing and just, just, mm. you know, do what he does. Um, but once again, it's in that middle that they'll open it up for these guys. Okay. Well, um, the, the Blues have named the same side, of course, and and with Tarek Sims suspended now. Um, uh, David Clemmer comes yeah. in that makes them stronger, I believe. Yeah. I, they're, they're certainly favourites to win New South Wales. The Tom Travojevic uh, and um, Wade Graham and James yeah. Maloney. Those additions in that last game were master strokes. We always say that in hindsight, of course, but yeah. uh, it did turn it out. It worked to, out well for them. It did turn out. Um, the New South Wales will be favourites to win this decider. Uh, Queensland's got a far better record in deciders than New South Wales. Uh, by a long shot, I believe it's 14 to 5 mm. in favour of Queensland yep. when there's a decider on. Uh, they did win a decider in 2013. Uh, that was Mal's eighth win. The streak continued, and there <laughs> yeah. was a streaker at the end of the game. Yeah, there was. <laughs> so, the <laughs> uh, Daily Cherry Rivens and, and Matt Gillett, <clears throat> Josh Papali were all part of that, so they know it can be done. Yeah, definitely. It was done on the back of defence too, Steve. At yeah. the 12-10 victory, it was a, a really tough win in 13. Yeah, look... Uh, look better, better Queensland team on paper then, but still. Well, we, we say, Joel, and, and that's what people forget. I mean, you know... All the New South Wales supporters would get ahead of themselves and say they'll dominate, and there was there was a big difference between game one and game two. But the thing is, we look at the games as games, game by game. Origin is like that. Mm. Um, I can guarantee you, we're not going to get a repeat performance from Queensland. I still think Queensland can win uh, mm. this third match, and look. So but my, by how many? I, I think look could be by four, but I'm, I'm going to go. They'll win it by a. Um, uh, I think it's going to be field goal, golden point. There you go, exciting. Golden point. Yeah. Field I'll, goal. I'll tip the Maroons to win by two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks for that, Steve. We'll, we'll see whether our uh, <laughs> our so. tips come to fruition. Uh, that's not the only podcast you'll find on NRL.com. We've got Fantasy on Tuesdays with Chris Kennedy and Dominic Brock, um, and on Thursdays with the Late Mail crew. We also have the broader game, Katie Brown and Alicia Newton on Thursdays, the powwow with Sowow on Fridays, and the Sunday session each Sunday night, where Chris Kennedy and, um, and former Roosters star Craig Wing will wrap up the round that was. See you next week, Steve. Yeah, thanks, Joel.